now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Black variant issue 170. I am Exit yeah. Exile, of course, joined by 1017 Van Red, the god of New York, ladies and gentlemen. And if you get suspended again, I'm going to keep adding to that goddamn intro. Now, <laughs> I would never, I would never. I'm, I'm being a good boy on my new account, man. <laughs> good boy. <laughs> um, you know of man? course, this is the Black Variant where we give you the latest and greatest in comic book news. But of course, it is customary here on the Black Variant for us to bullshit just a bit. So then enough about my old bones, enough about fucking we ball. <laughs> How are you feeling, brother? What's been going on with I'm you? I'm okay, man. I'm I'm chilling, man. I'm just I'm a little tired today, you know, but fuck it. We here, we doing this, we thugging it out, man. I, I saw I saw you tweet about your braids. So talk, talk to oh, the yeah, about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Nigga got braids now. You know, I haven't had braids since I was a, a wee lad. Oh oh a oh, oh, wee <laughs> lad. So wee lad, I gotta yeah, ask yeah. you a question, right? This yeah. is just a very a very you know small question. I do not mean disrespect by it. I know you got a little bit of gray in your hair now. Yeah, days. yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> so how does it feel at like you know the ripe old age of age three? Yeah, the, the age of eighty is crazy. <laughs> um, at the age of thirty, right? Uh-huh. You now have like the same braids that Leroy has, and and what what's that game he's in? Street Fighter or some <laughs> shit? Yeah, or is it Tekken? Yeah. Whatever, whatever game it is, you have, you basically got the same braids he has. So how you feel about that? <laughs> I feel like remember that Chris picture of Chris Rock with braids, nigga. That's exactly how I look right now. <laughs> but fuck it, we thug it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Google Chris Brock with braids. Yo, it's the funniest picture. He just like this nigga just looked mad out of place with braids. It's hilarious. It was like when Dwayne Wade had braids. I'm so mad yes, at him yes, for not getting yes. just not getting a fade right before he retired, dog. Like nigga, you know damn well you ain't having them braids most of your career. Why, why, uh, yeah. why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And yeah, the picture's gonna stick with you forever. Like that's gonna be the last memory we have for you, nigga. Like, I mean, that in his Hall of Fame speech up there thugging with his daddy. Uh-huh. Shout out to Dwayne Wade. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But besides the praise, what else is going on? How you doing, Starfield? Have you have you colonized another civilization yet? Yeah, man. You know, I got them niggas working for me. You know what I mean? Got them, got them people. You know, out here making this uh these drugs for your boy. But you know, you got them out. You got them out to like the Google Gorps from Rick and Morty, dog. This shit is hilarious. Yeah, man. I'm Franklin saying the space, bro. I got I got these <laughs> niggas pushing on these space corners, moving this work, man. Space having- corners is hilarious. Ah uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm out here doing my thing, man. But it, at, it's a fun game, man. At every Galactic Depot, you feel me? Oh, uh, uh, shout to Cyrus. The gas station trapping it out. Yeah, <laughs> shout to Cyrus. I saw he was also playing Starfield and is was super into it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, shout to Cyrus. Shout to Quan as well. Um, but nothing else than being himself. I listened to the War Report last week for the first time in a couple in a little bit, and. uh Bro, walk, listen to Cyrus dissect this man being like, bro, you just said you ain't care about half the show. The fuck you mean you thought it was better than Payback, nigga? <laughs> yeah, their, their chemistry on there is just it's hilarious, man. Like, their dynamic on there is amazing, man. Because, listen, man, it's... God bless Cyrus. Cyrus, be, Cyrus is someone who, who will always let you know where yeah. you stand with him. Mm-hmm. And that means in the moment, that means generally, that means, you know, even when I met up with Chicago... He was like, hey, bro, I don't feel like doing much. You were just going to walk. I'm like, hey, nigga, I'm cool with that. You feel me? But <laughs> fuck with him. 
Cyrus, you feel me? Cyrus is someone who would be like, listen, nigga, I, I love you dearly, right? But you sound fucking stupid. Do you listen to yourself, you dumb bitch? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, but he'll right. say it in like a slightly less mean way, but right. still mean. But he means it with love, and that's what matters to everybody. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I love Cyrus. He's a good, he's a good dude, man. Shout out to Cyrus, man. I love that, man. Um, what the fuck has anything else happened in life? Did anyone pa- no one passed uh, away this week, right? Nah, no death watch this week. Um, no, no death watch. Is wild. <laughs> um, no death watch this week, man. But nah, that's pretty much it. You seen that uh, state senator and the uh, Beetlejuice thing wilding out? Oh, yo, um, yo, this is this is some wild shit. I'm bugging the fuck out, bro. So like. This is this is wild for this sense in this sense only, right? Like for everyone knows, Republicans are currently like you know I feel like whenever like whenever time in history you can say Republicans are wilding the fuck out, but like you know while we're currently living through like you know this criminalization of trans and gay folks all over again, um, and they saying yeah these people shouldn't be allowed near kids because they're freaks and perverts, right? <laughs> right? That, like, that's the words they've been describing trans folks as, which they're not. Y'all should not hate trans people for that dumb shit, that bigoted-ass reason. But, but, back to the story, right? Lauren Barbert got caught at a, like, a childhood nonprofit performance right. uh, or a children's nonprofit performance of Beetlejuice that included kids as young as 10 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um... And I'm not bullshitting you. You can go find the video on Twitter. Like, Google this. Like, X is not lying here. You can see this woman in during a during a live children's performance. Right, a vaping in right? the back. Yeah, and and, and and in the fucking in the theater. Right, mind you, there's kids, there's babies, there's infants, all that shit. Right, not only vaping though. Later in the, you can see her like yelling and shit. But the most important part of this video, at one point during the video, right. Lauren Berbert, who is the woman from Colorado, she's the house, she's uh she's in the House of Representatives. Um, you can see her, how can I say this? Feeling the member of her date. Um you I was can, very you, good ass. I thought you was gonna uh, take it somewhere else. That was very you, nice. You you yeah. would I I would I would describe it as a USDA inspection, you feel me? Right, right. Um and one could say there was some um strokeage, if you will. During right. during this performance, right through the pants during the date, um, and, and, and that was not all, right? During later in the performance, you can see this her date, right, very clearly with no tax, no. You listen, man. I listen as a man out with your person, out with your lady, right in public. You know what I'm saying? You get a little touchy feely, but you keep it low key, right? right? You make sure you don't get caught. You make sure there's not a lot of people around. Make sure it's quick. You know what I'm saying? Make sure there's nothing that is damning. Right? Yeah, you do that you know at a midnight saying? showing of Saw 15. You don't do that during a kid's performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You you do that when you go see The Nun too. You feel me? You don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't, yeah. you don't do that during a <laughs> kid's performance. Bro, this man like full on felt on this woman's titties in public. Like for everybody to see. He did everything short of whipping the motherfuckers out. Like during yeah, the kid's performance. yeah. They had to come throw them out of the performance, yo. And during the performance, literally, while the kids are still performing, she is cussing the people throwing her out during a kids' performance for fuck for you know foreplay during performance, dog, which you are currently 
currently railing against trans folks for. <laughs> Listen, man, like I really wish I could tell you a better joke, but I really can't. The jokes write themselves on this one, dog. Hey, like man, I can't lie, I kind of laughed when she was throwing up the eagle like Stone Cold on the way out. That was pretty. That was pretty funny. I can't <laughs> lie. I enjoyed I, that part of it. Listen, man, I I saw a tweet that was that was pretty wicked. I think it was my feels who said, um, "Listen, Bobert was wild, but let's not like good old American romance die." Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, people are crazy. This is this is this is a wild time, dog. Um, I had I never thought we'll be in a time where Republicans were doing sexual shit near kids, and we'd be out here, motherfuckers, basically going got to hear both sides. Oh. But yeah, here we are, and I do think it's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit! Besides Bober, what else has happened? Is anything anything uh, bad happening? No, not really. Okay, cool. Really? You know what? I'm it's okay good. with we'll this. Let's, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll go, we've gone a week without anything crazy. Oh, Becky Lynch won the NXT Championship. Became Grand cool. Slam. Yeah. Besides uh-huh. that, nothing else has really happened. Okay, cool. Let's move on to dead shots for once, people. We're doing this in a timely fashion for once. Yeah. Um, Insomniac devs have confirmed that they've shifted focus from Spider-Man 2 to Wolverine as senior cinematic director Tommy Mann, who sounds like a Last of Us character, has transitioned... Because <laughs> it is. That's hilarious. <laughs> ...working exclusively <laughs> on Wolverine. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, I'm glad they're, like, ramping up production for Wolverine because, I listen, with the strike happening and the, the strike authorization that just went through for video game companies and actors... Yeah. Um, Hey dog, they better get that game made before they can't get it made no more. Yeah, Man, how do you feel about this? Get it in now if you're gonna try to get cameos from niggas. Do that early, you know. Um, yeah, man, I'm happy this game's been worked on. I'm, I'm not expecting it for the next three to four years, though. You know. Yeah this this feels like it's not coming out to 2026 at the least. Um, yeah. if that strike happens 2027. Yeah. Um, but you know they'll be getting in all the money from Spider Man too by then. Which I really hope they didn't bring Michael transactions in this damn game. God bless. Um, <laughs> I didn't include this on the on the on the agenda for this week, but I wanted to mm-hmm. run this by you real quick. Yeah. Did you see that? I want to make sure I get the date right because, like, I don't want to misquote this because I want to get your authentic, genuine reaction to the full effect. <laughs> right, right, right. Let me make sure I can find this real quick. If I can find it in the the did the a show Discord, the whatever Discord. Niggas talk was was talking about Degrassi today. God bless. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say it yet because I I really do want to hear what you got to say about it. Oh God, I'm nervous now. Where is it? Where? Okay, fuck. I'm gonna find it on Twitter real quick, everybody. Yeah, yeah. All right. Was it Quan's tier list? I seen. No, that. no, it wasn't. That's funny too, though. <laughs> I seen this tier list. It wasn't bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. All yeah. right. So it came out today that the Avengers game. Will be delisted forever <laughs> on on September thirtieth. It is currently on sale, the definitive edition for four dollars on all platforms. You can get it before September thirtieth, uh, before it's delisted. So, Van, as someone who tried to defend that game and tell yeah. me that it wasn't that bad, yeah, how do you feel about the complete utter disaster and whole lifespan we ended up living through for this game? Oh, grand opening, grand closing, man. Hey. <laughs> You had me in the first half. I can't lie, but uh, nah, man. Uh, I would say, man, it, it's just sad because, man, this game was so hyped up for like a decade before it came out. It was like, you know, it was called something else. And then on YouTube, I used to watch YouTube videos of it, and then people were saying, "Oh, this is the game," and it was some fake game because everybody thought it was gonna be first person. You know what I mean? Split screen. 
but it came out a decade later and it was this bullshit. Um, hey man, it's just like it really goes to show, like, it was a I will give it this it led to the death of live service, you know what I mean? Outside of 2K, like, the live service thing is kind of calmed down, you know, and FIFA and FIFA, yeah, and FIFA, of course, you know, sport gaming, but. That's a whole nother fight, you know. I mean, that's a whole nother march niggas gonna have to go on. But as far as like for regular games, I feel like this kind of calmed down the live service aspect of it all. So I guess that's his legacy. <laughs> People see this and ran the fuck away. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see when this game was announced because I really want to hear like I really want to know like what's the full life cycle of this shit. It Let's was, I see. Mean, I mean, it was supposed to be called the Avengers Initiative, but this is like in. 2012 13 like i've heard that and it was so a trailer me, that came out and everything so let me get this straight right that mm-hmm. means the development of this game started before or during the first avengers movie yeah like game, literally literally and yeah. the game ain't come out till after endgame dropped yeah um <laughs> and you mean to tell and you mean to tell me right that it ended up being this complete and utter reggie dog yeah they charge four dollars per spider-man suit but spider-man was already a dlc you already paid for yeah, they got they got too greedy with it, you know. I have no problem with people trying to sell skins and stuff, but like paying like thirty dollars for skins is like ridiculous. Nobody's gonna do that after paying seventy for a game, you know. But, hey man, and no, Sack- it, it didn't give you no extra abilities or anything. You just had the suit, like. Hey man, it. if Sackboy can charge you ninety nine goddamn cents for a skin, what the fuck do I look like paying Avengers four dollars <laughs> so I can wear the Future Foundation Spider Man suit? Yeah. and then the skins like this kind of like my fear for spider-man like a lot of the skins were just recoloring of the same kind of suit so yeah. it kind of was just like ah, oh, you're not really getting anything out of this man yeah like it's not it's not special and like yeah. it's kind of shitty that you had it was all the suits were like the suits from the spider-man game right yeah so like, you mean to tell me the suits you got for free in the spider-man game that you earned through like just doing some shit you had to pay forty five dollars for it. That's crazy. Yeah, That's then, crazy, yo. And then you put the movie skins behind it, like some ridiculous paywalls. Just like I don't get it. And then also the gameplay, like the gameplay was just like super repetitive. There was nothing to it, you know. But it wasn't. It wasn't fired. You couldn't keep the people. It's crazy, people, man. Good riddance. I would like to see them try this again, but like in a a not. If it was just a single player game, I would have had no issue with it. It would have been fine, but like. Niggas try to make it multiplayer. Niggas try to make it live. Niggas wanted to. Niggas wanted to charge microtransactions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I like the pivot though. I think I think Marvel's gonna be shifting more towards like single player focused games, like the Iron Man one and the Black Panther, Captain America ones that's coming out. So we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of good ratings though, uh, Bad Bunny is no longer attached to the El Morto uh, Spider Man movie that was going to be coming out from Sony. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness. I, I, I'm not saying good riddance for Bad Bunny because you know how much we fuck with Bad Bunny here in the Black mm-hmm. Variant. Um, but I, you know, after Morbius, yeah, uh, man, after Venom, I, let's be real. I, I can't listen as much as I want to be mean to Venom. Venom saved cinema, fuck and Venom that. and Venom proved Kevin Feige wrong like shit. Um, so I can't, <laughs> I can't not hate the Venom. I don't like the movie, but I can't hate that movie. I can't talk down on. I All respect right. that part of it. Um, think, think like this, people. Kevin Feige thought what happened to Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Amazing Spider-Man 3 was going to happen to Venom. And when the first one made almost a billion dollars and then the second one made $600 million during a goddamn pandemic... Can't believe it. He he could Neither could he, nigga. Um, 
I, so I can't hate. Um, but Morbius though, then niggas had a re-release and that shit went double wood. Yo, I I just can't believe niggas tricked a whole movie company to put the movie back out again just so it could flop again. All over again, dog. All over a meme, a joke. Gotta read the room, man. Gotta read the room. Yeah, yeah listen, man. You got, they gotta be, you know, this is why you need media literacy, kids. I want to say yeah. shout out to Sid for teaching the kids media literacy. No shout out to Sid. His mentions is on fire right now, man. Dog, like, look, why are you doing Sid man. like that? I love that man, right? Listen, yo, Sid is, yo, as y'all know, Sid is a teacher, right? And because the man wanted to teach his kids something they would remember for the rest of their life, he 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 played the cold open to the season four of The Wire. The one of the one of the uh in the Ace Hardware store with Snoop. Snoop, yeah. Yo, true and utter cinema, dog. He did those kids a favor. Shout out to Sid, man. Shout out yeah, to Sid. Yeah, Sid's hilarious for that. Stop beefing with the nature with the nature, dog. But you know, we love you, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, you know, shotgun confession season two coming sooner than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go ahead and get into things that you know that is also coming sooner than you think. EA. <laughs> the the Star Wars Jedi game. So Stig as Munson, um, the director of the Star Wars Jedi games, yeah. has left EA. Um, they didn't really state why. Besides, you know, he left to you know get his own opportunities or whatever, and for new opportunities. And shout out to him. Um, but there's a trilogy of games that was planned for this for the Jedi series, right? Uh-huh. The first one, classic. The second one, buggy as shit. Uh-huh. Um, to this day, like as a motherfucker who played this this summer, the game is still very buggy. Um, it came out of April, dog. So uh, the director of the game left before the last trilogy, the last of the trilogy. Then how 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 much faith we got in EA to finish this trilogy properly? <laughs> this is gonna be uh, um their Arkham Origins. Like this is gonna be like the the most died version of the first game that you're gonna get. Uh, I don't know, hey. man. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, man. But like, I know they have another Star Wars game coming out that's separate from this, so it's, it's gonna be difficult for them to land this one. I ain't gonna lie to you, X. I if they gotta they gotta up that shit somehow. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but uh, something I really like hearing about from Insomniac was like how much how much more shit they could do by developing like a PS5 dev kit instead of a PS4 dev kit, which they developed this first the first Spider Man games and the Miles Morales game on too. Uh-huh. Um, and you mean to tell me that the people at fought the people at EA the good people at Respawn had a PS5 dev kit? And the most they could really think to expand this shit was just adding seed pods. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I would like them to even to really like really make this a true open world game. Cause like I feel like the, the second game was kind of, it was open world, but it was like still very linear, bro. Like you yeah, know? it was linear. You couldn't you couldn't explore really as much as you wanted. Like there was a lot of open space, but like it didn't feel like it was it was properly filled with like the right stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Um and like basically, really, a lot of the only people you see on the planets is you know the Empire. Um, yeah. There are some locals and shit, but like I thought the whole like cantina shit was kind of it was. I it don't was know. I, it kind of just felt like a nod, you know. Yeah, it just it, it felt like they weren't. It feels like they were thinking too small for the mm-hmm. for the second Jedi game. Think big, um, bitch. Think <laughs> it's small. Um, 
Yeah, they just felt like they thought too small. So uh, maybe that's the, why the director left because you know a lot of people just said the same thing we did. Um, speaking of a lot of people saying the same thing we do, Marvel visual effects workers have voted unanimously. That's right, <laughs> you heard me unanimously to unionize. Um, then how are you feeling about this, my guy? Hey man, this is the smartest decision they could have ever made because if there's anybody in Hollywood who needed to be unionized and be protected from their, their parent company, it's them. So shout out to them. Uh make sure you tax these niggas for whatever they're worth, man. I hope they get everything, dog. You know, I truly yeah. do mean that. I hope they get everything they ask for. Um, and I know the the allegedly talks are set to resume with, between the at least the WGA and the studios. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love. I hope that the visual work facts workers have really put the fear of God into them because listen, if that whole industry gets unionized, they are fucked. Yeah. Every studio is fucked. Yeah, and they're not going to be able to negotiate around that shit either. Yeah, it's like we always say too. Like, since these uh, movies are so reliant on the CGI now, like these people are very important to what you uh, want to do moving forward. So, gotta pay those guys. I come out of pocket. Yeah, pay them people, dog. Um, mm-hmm. before we get into this week in comics, let's get into a little bit of comic book news, yeah. namely something I saw today. So, Jason Aaron has finally made the jump to DC, or at least he's doing a Batman story. Um. And the name of the story is Batman Offworld, built to be Jason Aaron's first ever Batman story. It's, he tweeted out, first night among the stars with the synopsis, the Dark Knight fights for his life in a universe of danger. Um, so basically, Batman's going on a, a gauntlet run, a Mortal Kombat tower through the universe. <laughs> um, I Van, what do you think about this? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I really just feel like... This is just um they're giving everybody a Batman book. I feel like it's just a, a check mark that you're if you're a, a top writer, you just have to get like a Batman book. Um so they're just giving them that. I don't I don't I don't put no real stock behind this, to be honest with you. Um it's a here it's a very here nigga damn, you know? Yeah, uh it kinda it's giving Grant Morrison's Batman, but not like his solo run in like two thousand eight, like Justice League Batman. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. when Batman was out there DDTing whole teams of superpower aliens. You feel yeah. me? You know what I mean? Um, when he was out there, you know, Tower of Babel era Batman, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is right after the Keaton shit. So he was like peak of his power, all black suit. You feel me? Just the yellow symbol. Like yeah. he was out there, he was out there beating niggas like Gunter did Chad Gable, dog. Um yeah, JLA shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you mean to tell me he's about to basically just do that shit um through space? So this is giving metal, this is giving, you know what I'm saying, uh Grant Morrison's Batman. I don't know how I feel about those two coming together. It's a um, weird combo. It's a weird combo. But because, like, first of all, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Metal and Dark Knight's Metal, or whatever the name of the sequel was. I hope I didn't get that right. Um, both those stories were very not good. Um, yeah. but they did like provide cool visuals, which is fine. But yo, Jason Aaron hasn't did a good story in about three or four years at this point. Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron been shooting like Dan Slott ever since War of the Realms ended. He ruined my favorite team with the Avengers. Like he just fucked those that whole thing up, man. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not too high on Jason Aaron right now, but you know, he's still uh, riding off that Thor run. He's still riding off it. Was, actually, let's get into this week in comics. Talk about some Batman concept that was actually I thought was pretty decent this week. So Batman mm-hmm. and Robin finally got a new ongoing. Something we talked about a little while ago. Yeah. Um. In the first story, uh, the first issue was really good. I wanted to talk about for one second. Bruce was like, "Hey, like 
the basically the story is um after what Van talked about a couple weeks ago with the Bat family like beefing with each other now because you know some of them have like crime reduction skills and Bruce Wayne don't. Um I will say they could have explained that shit a little bit better in the comic itself, like the way they framed it. Um because I feel like the way they framed it, it was like y'all just be letting like some niggas just get slimed all the time, bro. And they're like, yeah, but kind of no. Um, but like they they kind of made it seem like yeah, bro. We just yeah, we got like a we get a, like a list of everybody who's gonna get smacked tonight, and then like we give our personal sign off on it or some shit like that. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like they made it sound like there was like a city council of like niggas who like, oh yeah, you know what? This nigga can die, that nigga can't. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they could have been like, yeah, Bruce. Like what we really meant is like guy you can't never stop crime so like we kind of just let, let some shit slide but that's not kind of how they approach them, the issue but that's besides the point the bad family is now beefing right mm-hmm. um and basically the only person only people who are on the same page with this shit is is bruce and damien um <laughs> which is hilarious so damien ends up moving back into bruce's brownstone in the city now because y'all remember alfred has been dead for about three or four years now bruce lives in the city again in his little uh condo right um and the first thing Bruce basically says to Damien was like, yo, like, I know shit is rough with the family. Like, I know shit is kind of always rough with the family. And I know that the last couple of years have been rough. You got this small montage uh, or like spreads page of all the shit Damien's been through in the last two year, two or three years. And it basically goes from him getting exiled from the Titans for putting niggas in prisons without telling nobody. Um, then him going on like, I don't know if I'm Robin anymore type run then becoming Robin again, then fighting a death tournament and accidentally dying, <laughs> yeah. um, then coming back, then fighting his dad to the death in yeah. Batman versus Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, like Somewhere in between all of that, Dark Knights of the Multiverse happened, or um, Dark Crisis of Infinite Earths happened. Um, in addition to all that, you know, Alfred died and the family's beefing again. Very, so, very up and down. A, a, a crazy roller coaster ride for that young man. Yeah, just so just for that like perspective, I like the way that they're, they're kind of writing. In, like Bruce is like, "Hey man, shit's been rough. Like I've been going through it too, dog. But like I'm here for you. Like this is your home. Like nigga, whenever you want to be robbing again, I'm cool with that." Damien's like, "Can we do it now?" He's like, "Fuck yeah, we can do it now. Let's go out." <laughs> um, so then up. they go out and you know start the shit. And like the action's really cool, but like the interpersonal moments of the bathroom is what I really enjoy these days. So this is really cool to me and like. I'm just glad Damien's not trying to kill Bruce anymore, dog. It's been three years. <laughs> so I have a question. How far have you read into this whole new Batman thing that's going on? I'm I'm a little bit behind on my books. I'm going to keep it real with you, but I'm okay. like one issue into Batman and Robin. I basically, I'm up until the point of the Batman story of them niggas beefing and like, you know, him and Selena having beef again. I also saw the uh, World's Finest tie-in uh, okay. where... Helena's now with the JSA again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like her and Bruce are talking type shit. And Helena's like, nah, bro. Like, she basically asked Bruce, like, why you ain't moving me into the manor type shit? And he was like, one, I don't got the manor no more. Well, I don't even live in the manor no more. Um, and secondly, I only live in a brownstone now. And, and Damien took the only spare room. So, um, <laughs> did you hit? So, you, you don't know who owns the brownstone that he lives in. Is it fucking Ghostmaker or Lex? No. Oh, uh, so uh, not to spoil it for you. I, no, I'm spoil so, it. Nigga, tell me. So, um, sorry for anybody listening to this. But yeah, tell so me. Bruce comes back one day and they're just like, "Yo, man, you gonna have to move, brother." <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck, man?" He said, "Yo, the whoever owns uh, Wayne Manor now owns this, so you gotta go, bro." Like, he's like, what the fuck? So he goes, uh, he goes to Wayne Manor to find out who it is, and this fucking Vandal Savage owns all Bruce shit. 
So that is imagine having that, Vandal Savage as your landlord, nigga. All right, that is some that's <laughs> fucked up. Um I, listen, I thought I thought the brownstone was cute, right? But I don't like this broke boy Bruce era, man. This I get get this nigga back to the manor, bro. Bro, now we getting funny style with it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, listen, the brownstone was cute. Him being in the city is cool, bro. But like, go, take his ass back to the manor. It's time. Yeah, them niggas are there all the time anyway. Why not just go to the manor? Yeah, and what? Why, yo, your, your son's a billionaire. Yo, Grayson, hold me down, son. You know what I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's 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 our house, nigga. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you got you got the money. You know what I'm saying? I made sure you was right when you when I had it right. Make sure I'm good. Exactly. Um, but I th- I did think it was funny. Helena was like, "It's cool. I, I really don't want to be at the manor right now. You and Mama about to get in a big ass fight. I don't I don't want to be none part of that shit." <laughs> um, which sounds like a very a very you know child thing to do. So shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Helena. Um, besides that, I haven't been reading much. Besides, I I made sure to go back and visit what you told me about Daredevil, oh, um, yeah. which is <laughs> niggas trying to rob the church. And, and Mad Martin was like, I don't know how I'm whooping y'all niggas ass, but I'm about but I'm to doing beat it. on you yeah. niggas. Yeah. He, he beat um, the fuck out of them. Oh, one of the things I did see was uh, in Venom, Eddie's having this uh, basically come to Jesus moment. And Doom sent him back in time to talk to teenage Peter Parker, like right after becoming Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eddie was like, "Bro, you get, like he looked at this nigga and was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, yo!' Like, <laughs> like he looked at he literally looked at this guy and was like, you, you sent me to talk to this nerd? Like, are you serious, dog?' Um, mm-hmm. but I thought that was a really touching issue. And like, Eddie Brock's character development over the last decade, yo, it's some crazy shit. Um, because I want to start, I want to say 15 years ago was was back in black right mm-hmm. and there was that story where, where brock tried to kill aunt may in the hospital right like i'm yeah, not crazy yo i remember that so that was like 15 years now five years later venom was with flash thompson eddie brock was either dead or like in somebody's jail type shirt he was anti-venom i think and yeah. then he gets the symbiote back and then this nigga becomes an anti-hero and then he brings a god to earth and then becomes that god yeah um, pretty much and now he has a kid too. This nigga's character development over the last fifteen years is insane. He's one of only a few Marvel characters that actually get true development, you know. Like over the last decade, and like yeah. he wasn't one. And honestly, all the other characters that got that development were created in the last decade, yo. Yeah. Like, shit, Wolverine got some character development, and then he died and came back, and everyone forgot that shit. Yeah, it just uh, went out the window. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot, a lot of you know, much has been kind of thrown to the wayside. But fuck it, we ball. Um, what about you in this week in comics? What you been tapping into? Speaking of niggas getting evicted, um, I read a Captain America book that's coming out. (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. That's a wild segue. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Captain America, like you know, he lives in this apartment building. He's um, he sees the like the the manager packing up his desk. Like, yo, man, I can't help you, man. Some land developers about to buy the building. I'm out of here, man. There's nothing I can do. So uh, Steve is like, man, all these families live here and shit. They're going to be on the streets. I got to do something. So he calls his boy, uh, Mr. Tony Stark. Like, yo, Tony, hey, I don't ask you for anything, man. Buy you the building, nigga. I, I need a loan. He was like, a loan, nigga? What you about to start gambling? What you what you about to get into, bro? <laughs> you, on, like, you on FanDuel account? Yeah, he's doing? like, nigga, you never asked me for anything like over these years financially. Like, what the fuck? He's like, yo, I, I need the loan. He's like, for what? 
He said, oh, I want to buy this building I live in. He's like, nigga, you want to be a landlord, nigga? <laughs> like, that's what you want to do with your time? Honestly, bro, that sounds like some cap-ass shit to do. I'm not going to hold you. This nigga sounds like he would very much enjoy being a super dog, like a super dog for a building. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, like, so, like, he's like, all right, whatever, nigga. So he wires in the money. He buys the building. And the issue is just really just, a, you know, cap building up the building, you know, helping out people. I'm just like, this is pretty cool. I like to see like more issues of like characters just chilling, you know, doing regular just doing, shit. Yeah, doing regular ass shit. Like get to see them interact with people yeah. besides the people, you know, they power bomb through through buildings yeah, and shit. And there's still some of that towards the end of it, but like just seeing that part of it is hilarious. Like it's really that Steve and Tony interaction is, is probably one of the funniest ones of this year because he really was like, nigga, what do you what are you about to do, bro? <laughs> it's like we've been friends for 20 years and you ain't ever you have punched me more times. You have asked me for a favor, dog. Like, yeah, come on, man. Exactly. So hold him down, man. Hold him down. <laughs> shout, shout, the the one time shout out to Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, you ready to talk about a little bit of Spider-Man, too? Yeah, let's do it, bro. All right, man. Uh, so we got a gameplay trailer last week for Spider-Man 2, in addition to a uh, costumes trailer. Uh, and we got a, a couple of things revealed to us. So first off, they revealed the length of the story, the actual length of like, time that it will take to beat everything. Uh, about 17 hours for the main story, 25, 25 hours for all the, including all the side missions. So roughly the same amount of time as the first game, right? But we got into a little bit of more of the symbiote shit, um, namely the symbiote surge ability, which they which they described and make sure make sure I got this right, man, as basically rage mode in God of War, meaning Peter goes peak Brock Lesnar and starts brain busting everybody into the pavement using venom tendrils and shit. Right. <laughs> nice, nice. Um busting their ass. They talked about the suits a lot. Uh like the, the cut the suit trailer we got said there's only 65, there's over 65 new suits. Um, and all of them are customizable, meaning you can re-rock them whatever color you see fit. Um, in addition to that, we have to look at a little bit of the villains. So we got to look at the lizard again. Um, we got to see Mysterio, who, tell me if I'm wrong, looks like Ghost Lawyer from Power. He does. Uh, <laughs> like this nigga, um, Method Man. Um, and one last thing I did find, uh, shout out to Culture Curry for t- tweeting this out. Um, you know, as we know, Venom comes down from a comet from the sky. We all know this about Venom's origin story. No spoilers there, but light spoiler. Um, the comet Venom basically comes down to Earth on where he's in what he's found, like leaving from, has a red spiral on it. And yes, Van, I'm talking about Noel's red spiral. Um, <laughs> so if if no finds his way into you know the Spider Man and like as the third game or whatever, kill me. Um, but Van, <laughs> how are you feeling about it? Um, about everything I just saw. I yeah, I feel like um. I think the gameplay looks solid. It looked it looked it looked exactly like the first game, which is you know some people might see that as a slight, but I'm fine with that. Just giving me more of what I already loved. I don't really mind yeah. it in this game. Um, I think Mysterio is an interesting villain. I just remember his missions in Spider Man Three or he's Two, the video a, game. Yeah, he's going to be a Riddler ass nigga. I want everybody to make peace. Yeah, with that right yeah. Now in this game, and I had such a difficulty fighting him in that game. It still kind of haunts me fighting him in the, in those games, but. Um, I think it looks all right. Uh, I still don't like that shit on Miles' head. Like, there need to be options to change his hair. Like, shit looks stupid. Every black nigga don't got to kill my cut, man. But, uh, yeah, that looks silly. And the null thing is just like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think, think that's gonna lead to anything. Like, it's the same way we saw Daredevil's business nah. card, like in the uh, like in the first game. But like, I don't think it's gonna lead to that. But like, yo, if Null's the villain for the third game, bro, we are in for hell. Yeah. Um, 
I think it's I think it's gonna be Goblin though. Her game. Oh yeah, it has to. It ha- it makes it makes too much sense. Yeah. Um, I so like I feel about this game the same way I felt kind of like feel like like about basically about Arkham City, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Arkham City did with Arkham Asylum with like just it just took everything a little bit further. It didn't like fundamentally reinvent the wheel, but everybody remembers the considerable jump from Arkham Asylum's combat to Arkham City's combat, right? Like yeah. it ain't feel it ain't feel like you added a bunch of shit and like you you know it felt different. It added. It felt like, hey, yo, they just they just changed the way you can move. They made shit a little bit more succinct, a little more user user friendly and intuitive. And like, it's the same with with them adding a new traversal method with the gliding and the the spider wings or whatever the fuck the car, the web wings. Um, they added to this game. Right. Um, I saw someone tweeting about like they they didn't really reinvent the the web sling, which like, bro, do you really need to reinvent the web sling? It, it was the best one, like ever. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. Yeah. So like basically what I feel about this game and everything I've seen so far is they're basically gonna take everything in a more like they're gonna take everything a step farther, but it's basically gonna be more user intuitive. Um and they're gonna take it a little bit farther. You're gonna get to do a little bit more cool shit easily. Um Yeah, I think they, what you said about the Arkham games is perfect. Like in order to get Arkham Knight, we have to we need Arkham City, bro. So it's like this is like a necessary bridge. So what I think the third game is gonna be. Yeah, um, especially for the combat too. They they spent a lot of time on the combat for the, during the state of play, and they basically made sure to say like, "Yo, we heard y'all. We like shit was too a little bit too complicated. We kind of simplified it for everybody, right?" Like they're like, "All right, we heard y'all. Miles gets gadgets. We heard y'all. Peter gets less gadgets. You know what I mean?" <laughs> like Peter was damn near yo, bro. You can I was cleaning niggas out with just the gadgets, bro. Yo, you can you can reasonably like in any fight in spite like any like random crime basically in Spider-Man's like short of the car chase scene, right? You can basically put in like a couple of um, impact webbing and like the the web traps and shit. Web shit is over, yo, shit is over before it started, dog. Yeah. Like, each and every time. Um, but this was they were like, yeah, we're gonna like rely more a little bit like Peter's just natural fighting ability and stuff like that. Like he's super smart, but like nigga, he's also Spider-Man. He don't he don't need to throw a web uh, impact web at somebody like that all yeah. the time. Um, I think that what they said about stealth was like they refined stealth a little bit. They heard us. Now, does that mean if I clear out a goddamn <laughs> warehouse the whole wave without getting anyone seen, does it still go to the next wave? Well, I gotta fight five more waves of things that automatically see me. I don't know, but at least they said the stealth is a little bit better, and that's all we can hope for. People is progress. Um, yeah. but overall, like everything like that's coming out about the game, every like reviewer on YouTube, every every journalist that's seen the game. Everyone says nothing but great, glowing, amazing fucking things about this game. Yeah, um, man. the like the most I can hope for is like, just don't make the story so like, not jarring, but like, if I gotta fight through the the the, uh, the Silver Sable, um, what the invasion of New York of Manhattan again, dog, shoot me. Like, I'm, like I'm, I'm like I'm dead ass. I, I don't want to go niggas. through that shit. Get yo. The fucking towers that came through all the time, the niggas that would track you even if you jumped, like just regular, and you jump all the time while you fighting this damn game too, dog. Like, so it's really hard to avoid that shit consciously. Yeah, niggas um, hit you with the red rope and shit. Like, come on, I dog. That. that shit was mad annoying. And then like the the prisoners who then had the same technology from them niggas, like, dog. Like, why why'd you put a big ass jailbreak in the middle of this game, dog? Like, yeah. as, as, as long as we avoid some crazy unnecessary ass shit that didn't really add to the plot of the game like that. I'm cool with it, um, but I'm really interested to see like how they build build toward this larger trilogy. 
Because, dog, we got to get Goblins into this shit. Yeah, Goblin. Right? I mean, they kind of hinted towards Goblin in the first... I mean, if we're being honest, if we're just looking at the story, like, Osborne is the, the villain of all this shit. Like, he's the reason why all this shit happened. Yo, the villain of everyone's story is probably usually the local, like, the local rich white man, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nick was making COVID in his fucking uh, kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucked everybody up. Fuck those idiots. You are wild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me throw something at you. I want to see what you how you feel about it, right? Hey. Hear me out. What if for the third, like the big blow off at the end of the third game, right? Um, like basically at the beginning of the game, we get Green Groblin, like Sp- him and Spider-Man basically go at it similar to the way um Kingpin and Spidey went at it at the beginning of the first game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the after that one, Goblin's like, Yeah, like I gave him hell, but that nigga's still alive. I need something else. What if we get red goblin? In the last Spider-Man game, because honestly, <laughs> and, honestly and truly, if Peter somehow got Venom back, and then he fought the Red Goblin, that would be kind of fire. That would be hard. Um, and like Dan Slott works on this game anyway, so like that sounds like some shit he would write. Yeah, um, I think my 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 picks. I think what would happen in the third game? I think we get Goblin. I think we get Carnage. I think. Hmm. I don't know. I think because I, I think the big I, I think we get Harry as Goblin too. Because I, I don't think Harry's gonna have the symbiote for that long in this game. I think we're gonna Shit. get introduced to Eddie Brock. I think I think Harry's going to have I think Harry's gonna be Hobgoblin for this because I think that's mm. if 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 Norman like because like Harry was was the Goblin in the comics because Norman was like considered dead. Yeah. Um. But like if Norman's still alive, like the way the Ultimate Comics basically went with it, it's kind of like the natural way to do it if they're both still alive. Let Harry be Hobgoblin and let Harry be, I mean, let Norman be Green Goblin. That way they can kind of fuck with Peter in, like together or like by themselves perspective, or, or respectively, right? Yeah. Um, but I think just thinking about what you said about Carnage in the next game, that would, I, I did not think about this before, but that would be a great way for like Carnage to lead into basically building to the Green Goblin as being the main villain storyline yeah. for the third game, which is him like, imagine basically like this, you beat Carnage, right? And it's like, Totally pie in the sky X booking right here, right? But you mm-hmm. beat Carnage in the third game, right? Like you get the feeling of like, yes, I just beat this nigga's ass. This is one of the hardest boss fights ever fought, right? And then when you think you're about to capture him or like someone's about to put the clamps on him, you get a pumpkin bomb to your fucking back. <laughs> Peter gets knocked out. All you see in like his his bury ass, you know what I'm saying? CTE ass visions is Norman Osborne pulling up and ripping the, the symbiote off Peter's Cassidy and being like. I'm I'm Big Daddy now, bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that would be cool. I really hope they take some of the ideas from the first Spider-Man movie because I would love to see that in the video game, like the fight when them niggas is fighting in fire, him and um Osborne. Oh, oh, during the uh, the house fire scene. Yeah, like that shit, like that. That was cool. Like, yo, if they could bring the the rooftop talk into the game, I would love that forever. Yeah, or even like the final fight with you know when he throws the bomb and it flies past his face and it explodes. Oh, shit and like then rips his cool. fucking mask off with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that was hard. Yeah, that was hard. Like shit like that in the video game, I feel like would be fire, man. But yeah, um, and it's good they have at least you know five years to put this game out because yeah. Wolverine's gonna take it. Seven probably. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> uh, anything before about anything else about Spider-Man Two before we move on? I'm excited. Um, also, just want to add, like, I can't wait to see Brooklyn and Queens in this shit, man. Like, how's yo? Traversing I, that I, yeah, feel like? thank you, yeah. thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to ask you about it. How are you feeling about that, man? Nah, man. Like, I hope it's kind of accurate to what like Queens and like uh, is on the map, like the part of Queens that they're in, because that that's Queensbridge, that's Nas's hood. You know what I mean? That's the projects. <laughs> <laughs> so I want I want to see how far they go with the accuracy, man. Wait, hey, listen, man. If they if Oh, the homie just texted me. I'll text him after this. If 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 they if I can't go to the Marcy products in this game, what are yeah, we doing bro. Here? Like, let's like, like, can I go to Flatbush? Like, you know what I mean? Like, can we go to the Labor Day parade? It's <laughs> <laughs> the West Indian flags in this. You know? Can we can we get a Thanksgiving Day parade DLC? You know what I mean? Can we if if we can? Can we get that as the uh, as a, a, for like the Green Goblin third game type DLC? Like when he came through on the parade with MJ and shit. Can yeah. we get that? That'd be hard. You know who else I would love to see? Like they gotta put like Ice Spice or like Lola Brooke in this game or something, man. Like a cameo. <laughs> Spider Man and Ice Spice. Let's do it. One second. Let me take it back to this person real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, nah, let's fire that up, man. Shout out to Ice Spice. Oh, yeah. Shout out to her Dunkin' Donuts deal. You know what I mean? That's major. Yo, yo. Her, you know? Seeing her, her deal with Dunkin' and being in a commercial with, you know, Ben Affleck, Batman. Batman um, yeah. Yo, shout out to her, man. I'm so proud. I'm so proud yeah. of Spice. That, and she made managed to sit through a whole uh, award show sitting next to Taylor Swift. God bless her. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, God bless her. Shout out to her. We have nothing from Fantastic Watch or Battle World Sportsbook this week, but... Unfortunately, we do have more news for Weapon X Watch, man. Um, and this verse, this first update, I'm so sorry because I know you're gonna be mad about this in advance, right? Um, and I, this has been reported by. Uh, I want to make sure I get this. I get this right. The the comics kid, um, a little bit of Daniel RPK as well on discussing film um, and culture craves. Shout out to all those accounts. But uh, an IMDb listing for Channing Tatum stunt double has been added to the crew listing for Deadpool 3, adding to the speculation that Channing Tatum will finally be playing Gambit in Deadpool 3. Hey, man. I thought this was going to happen. And it's, they're going to do it. They're going to fucking do it. He's not doing shit. Nobody's doing shit right now. So it's like, he's, he's definitely going to do it. I'm shout out to him. You know, I know he's been wanting to do shit for a long time. I know he was very disappointed when they uh, they shelved that movie. They was like, "Yeah, nigga, fuck out of here." He was hurt. He was like, "This is the last movie I was going to do, dog." And, uh, and then he started talking about comic book movies. Yo, them shit's trash, God. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you was just trying to be in one. I thought sound like Ryan Reynolds and shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, something else that also came out about Deadpool three this week. Um, Casey Walsh, aka the Comics Kid. Stated that Deadpool three will end with a with a pretty good idea of who the MCU's Wolverine will be. Then mm. I think I think he was right about what you said about Daniel Radcliffe last week. But how do you feel about this? Hey man, it's on the way. They're gonna have to give us something, bro. Like, it, like once again, we gotta get this shit moving, bro. Like we gotta we gotta get these X Men, Fantastic Four niggas on screen ASAP. So if it ends with actually getting. Uh, who Wolverine is? At least one member of the X Men team. I think that's perfect. Um, I think that'd be cool. But once again, it's wild that we are uh, five or six years into development, and all we have speculatively cast is a, a um, an invisible woman, 
and a Wolverine. That's it. Like out, out of out of both these ensemble casts. You still got we another had, 40 niggas to cast, but yeah, bro. We like co- we got we got one we got one nigga star and the other star of the movie center around. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 all we got. Five years of work. That's all we got. Um about Gambit, I don't I am let me just say this, right? I am grateful that we live on an earth where Chaining Tickets Gambit movie did not get made. Oh, um, I was not looking forward to that, nor did I want that movie. Um, I'm glad it's going to be contained to Deadpool 3, because then after Deadpool 3 is over, I ain't never got to deal with this shit again, unless it's on TNT on a random 7 o'clock on Saturday night. Um, <laughs> Until Secret Wars. Yo, man. <laughs> oh, Until it leads into, uh, into fucking something off at FX, dog. Like, besides exactly, that. Exactly. But speaking of Secret Wars, I was playing Mortal Kombat 1, the new Mortal Kombat game. Uh-huh. Secret Wars, nigga. <laughs> they legit did Secret Wars. They, Same they literally plot and everything. They just brought all the homies from different multiverses and said, fight it out. Different versions of characters. Luke Kane is Reed Richards. This nigga, uh, Doom is Shang Tsung. It's, it's Secret Wars. This is the exact plot of Secret Wars. It's hilarious. I, I love Ed Boon, dog, because he just be tweeting and just be writing. <laughs> um, and, and every, like, listen, the last, I want to say what, since 2009, three or four? Wait, mm-hmm. no, two or three now. Mortal Kombat games, all their plots have been balls to the wall, insane dog. Yeah. Um, the, let's see, 2009, everybody died. Everybody, yeah, everybody except died. Raiden, Raiden died. Yeah. Um, let's see, the second one, Liu Kang became God. And now Liu Kang has remade the world in this next one, Mortal Kombat 1. No, no Liu Kang, in that one, Liu Kang died and went to hell and became the king of hell. And oh, the second yeah. one, him and Raiden made up. The one after that, Raiden, him and Raiden fused together like Kami and um Piccolo. Become <laughs> <laughs> one nigga. And then they had this one, Secret Wars. It's amazing. Great booking. This is this is insane booking, dog. Shout out to, how was Mortal Kombat one? Because I've seen I've seen some, you know, it's amazing mixed things bro. about it. It's amazing. Like story is probably the one the greatest Mortal Kombat story of any game. It all makes sense. Uh it's they clean up the backstories. It's, it's it's more than that this time. It's more than that this time. The actual the actual tournament probably only lasts like maybe like five fights. The first half, if, if even yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like a quarter. It's like a quarter of the story. But um, nah, it's amazing. Uh, I like how they a lot of the jobbers we had in Mortal Kombat now are like main event guys. You know, like Reptile is not a jobber anymore. You know, they they actually made him like legit and official. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage is not a jobber no more. Nah, he's not a jobber no more. He's actually whooping ass. Uh, you care about Kenshi? He has a personality now. Uh, my Kenshi, my God! Shout out to Kenshi, the blind. Baraka is basically Malcolm X of his people. It's pretty cool, man. <laughs> it's fire, bro. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I I love how the Baraka Obama jokes have come back in two thousand nine. <laughs> Full circle, man. Stop <laughs> the Mortal Kombat. Blue. <laughs> my oh, Lambo my blue. So is my Takarin. That's, uh, that, 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 that's crazy, dog. Uh, I will make sure to cop that for Black Friday because uh, the Black Friday sale is coming sooner than y'all think, baby. Um, oh, yeah. You ready to get into some a uh, little bit of Aquaman talk? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this dumpster fire. So we, we got the full trailer that we can now talk about since, you know, they finally put it out. Um, the trailer itself is and it was good. At least I thought it was cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um. 
I want to I want to get into a little bit more, but before we get into that, Van, how do you feel about the trailer, dog? I think the trailer is good. My only thing I'm kind of worried about with the movie, it seems like three different movies put together. You know, it feels like because when Manta's on the scene, is is very serious, like a very serious movie. Like it goddamn looked like Woman King when this nigga was out there, you know, <laughs> during his scenes, right? But then you got the goofy, almost felt like a James Gunn thing when it's him and Orm, Aquaman and Orm. And then you know you have the big expansive ocean shit, which makes it look like a a, a Disney Little Mermaid type movie. It's it's very it's very weird. Um, I I honestly felt like both. Well, yeah, kind of the the first movie is kind of like designed behind like a buddy cop, basically between Aquaman or like a, a budding romance or both um, between Mera and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And now you mean telling me we're getting a buddy cop movie and we switching out Mera. With Orm, yeah, and now we got we got we got Jason Momoa and and Patrick Wilson doing this shit the whole movie. Uh, I think I think the way Mira has been benched in this movie is hilarious. <laughs> um, because they can't, they basically can't come out and say like, "Bro, we're not showing Amber Heard because like we'll get hounded by Johnny Depp stands." Um, but like they're they're basically basically admitting you know like we're not showing Amber, too much of Amber Heard because we don't want to get you know swatted by Johnny Depp stands, yeah. Um, which is crazy as hell. That's how that trial played out, right? Um, but moving on from real world stuff, the actual like action itself. I listen, man. I want to know if the baby gets clapped. I, I honestly and truly, <laughs> out of everything we've seen, like the trailer looked great. I have faith in a James Wan movie, despite bad um, uh, test screenings or whatever, right? But I really want to know if the baby gets clapped because Screen Geek, Screen Geek put out a fucking uh, report last week, and the sources of the report was Grace Randolph and My Time to Shine Hello, which yeah, I can't write jokes better than that, dog. Um, That's a nasty but, link up. They, the the source of the report is basically this, stating that viewers walked out of test screenings over a controversial scene featuring Aqua Baby, you know, the child of Aquaman and Mera, and Aquaman too during the test screenings of The Lost Kingdom. Um, they 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 didn't say what exactly concerning Aqua Baby caused them to walk out. Um, so then I I'm willing to put money on it at this fact. At this point, honestly and truly, I think your prediction is going to come true. I think at least I think at least one cut of this movie, at least one, feature Aqua Baby getting clapped, and that's the cut that caused these people to cut their pearls and walk out the movie. Van, how do you feel about this? Baby, 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 Aqua Baby. Yo, man, good riddance, man. Yo, I've been wanting this for, for fucking eons. I wanted to see this baby get clapped on screen. It's one of the greatest comic book movie uh, moments no. ever in comic book history. And I can't wait till it happens, man. You know what's going to happen when that baby gets clapped? You know what I'm going to say to the screen? I can't wait. I can't wait. Fuck that child. Shout out to Black Panther. <laughs> That's all I got, man. Yo. Yo, I we have seen many a black variant prophecy been fulfilled in this podcast. Uh-huh. The Snyder cut, the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 you know, in game playing out, all this shit, bro. We've seen many a prophecy come true. Dog, 
if if Aqua Baby gets clapped in 4K, and honestly, keep it put it like this, right? I'm gonna put it like to y'all like this, right? Mm-hmm. James Wan came out and was basically asked about the report of you know which Batman's going to be in the movie because the reports of Keaton being in it and Affleck being in it at one point. We saw the picture of Affleck on set as well. Um, and he said, and I quote, the best thing I would say about this movie is that it is not connected in any way to any of those films. That's the bottom line, right? So the Flash didn't really necessarily have a happy ending. It was kind of like a what the fuck ending, right? Yeah. Um, I think if you're trying, this is going to be the last, basically Jason Momoa's last Aquaman movie, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to write a story in which, you know, perhaps Aquaman no longer wants to be the king of Atlantis or basically a, a wrap to the story, a way you could do it is, yo, you know, I might have slimed Black Manta, but not before he slimed my kid. I'm cool with not being Aquaman ever again anymore. Mara, you can run this shit. I'm going back to my lighthouse. That could be the ending of this Aquaman movie very well and truly because there's nothing else to this continuity after that point. Yeah, I mean, they definitely can do that. I definitely could, but I also can definitely see Momoa still being Aquaman in this gun universe, man. You know, I know he wants to play Lobo, but like, let's say this movie is like semi successful, you know, I'm talking like maybe like five, six hundred million. I don't think it's going to reach that, but it might. I think they keep him on as Aquaman, you know. Um, uh, give me one second. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my boy Manta. He's going think, for it in this movie too. I think Yaya's Manta is great, honestly and truly. It, yeah. it looks like he's he's kind of having fun with this one with it. Um, I if if Momo starts playing, I don't think he's gonna come back as Aquaman if he if he gets Lobo because Lobo is what he wanted in the first place. Yeah, like all think of it like this: all the years ago, even before BVS and shit, the reports of Jason Momoa being in BVS was the first things was Lobo. That was the first thing he wanted way back then, and then it was Aquaman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I feel like throughout you know the last decade, it's been kind of proven that the man wanted Lobo and got offered Aquaman instead. Um, it's so funny. I don't get why he wants to play Lobo so bad. I feel like Aquaman is just like the better role, you know. I feel like it's the better. It's it's probably the better role, but like Jason Momoa, like I feel like in a perfect world he'd be Wolverine, but he ain't going over to Marvel anytime soon, so he just wants to be Lobo instead, which is <laughs> the closest thing you can get to a, a, a Polynesian Wolverine at this point. Right. Um. Right. So I that, that at least that's how I feel about it. But you, you know, it'd be funny who would be a great Aquaman in this next gun thing that they're gonna do. Who? Uh, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Low key, he would. He would be a perfect Aquaman. If honestly, if you were to cast a new Aquaman, would you even do Arthur, or would you just go like the uh, the Calder route? I would do both. I would do both. Ah, uh, you you know ball. Uh, I would do both. I would definitely you know ball, brother man. Yeah. Um, just had that nigga intern for Aquaman for a minute, you know. Uh that'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> uh let's get into a little bit of uh. Star Wars talk before we before we start to wrap up the show and get into the main event. Yeah. So a report came out about the Lando TV series. Yes, the one we forgot was happening. Um yeah, but the Lando TV series starring Donald Glover. Uh Steven Glover, Donald's brother, uh, was on Pablo Tori Finds Out, which is on the the Dan Levitar podcast network for anyone trying to uh, tap into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stephen Glover was on Pop Pop Story Finds Out. Basically, said, uh, "Yeah, the Lando TV series is now being changed to a movie." Um, 
So that means Donald Glover is writing and starring in a soon to come to you, perhaps before 2030, we don't know, uh, Lando movie. We have no idea what's going to be written about. We have no idea, you know, the extensive details. But then, how do you feel about this, man? Um. Wow. I think we all can agree that this is something that shouldn't be being made, you know? I don't think anybody really enjoyed them as Lando. I'm be real, I don't really think people give a fuck about Lando. Be honest. I think people care because it was Billy D. Williams. But overall, I don't, I don't think people really care about the character today. You know, um, it's getting made because Donald Clover. I will say he is a he is a he's a star, and when it comes to TV and film, so I get why they 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 would want to make this. But I feel like just like in the sake of you know, in, the, in all the resources we have, I feel like this could be. Allocated somewhere else other than Orlando show, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, the last thing we heard about any like direction of Lando, like basically post Rise of Skywalker, right? Um, was Lando going off with his daughter, who's not his daughter because they haven't confirmed to the official canon yet, um, and basically finding out like her origin story or basically exploring like her life or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be Billy D and her, right? Um, I'm not sure if Billy D's down for that. I'm not sure. Um, I think it was is it Naomi Aki or Naomi Harris who played the uh character in I'm not even sure yeah. in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it was Naomi Aki. Uh, but I'm not sure if she's like signed on for this shit or not. But uh, if we're gonna do this, basically, if they could go the Naomi Racky route like a Lando's daughter, but what this could end up being, hear me out. Uh-huh. This could end up being the solo sequel. That's gonna get shitted on, bro. That yo, yo, hear me out, dog. This could be the solo sequel, and this could inadvertently explain how Han got started getting beef with Jabba. <laughs> if you if you include Han, if you include Chewie, if you include Jabba, if you include that fuck ass planet Tatooine, <laughs> this might be a little hard. I'm sorry. And this is happening during the Rebels era. They fuck around running to Leia. They fuck around running to the Rebels, dog. Yeah, I I think honestly, if this was being spearheaded by like Filoni, I would have no issue with it. Honestly, I feel like it would be fine, but. Giving Donald Glover free reign inside the Star Wars universe as Lando, I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna work, man. I don't know if that's it. I listen. I don't got faith in Donald Glover like everybody else does in his TV projects. Yeah. Um, I like but, one season of Atlanta. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. With you. Season two. That's it. I'll say this about uh, Donald Glover. Right, he's a good writer with boundaries. Like, like, like most good writers. Right. Yeah. If you let them wild the fuck out and do whatever they want to do, you will get some incoherent shit. Namely, Wonder Woman eighty four, right? Um, you got you wonder what happened Wonder Woman eighty with the first one, right? Zack Snyder provided structure because he was the executive producer, because in which basically allowed that the director of Wonder Woman could not do whatever the fuck she wanted to. Patty Jenkins, same thing with Donald Glover. If that nigga has some structure, a little bit of constraint, he's good. He produces great content within the confines and doesn't break his own rules for his own story, right? If he's left to his own devices, he'll write some shit like the first episode of Atlanta. Yeah. Where Shorty so. was spat. Yeah, when Shorty was spat on the white one being like, I want a black man too. What the what the fuck did that have to do with the rest of the episode, dog? I don't know, man. He, you know, he has a weird thing with black women. Very yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get the opening of Swarm. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> watching watching Chloe well, the pillow behind Chloe get their shit smashed by Dame by Damson Indris. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Where we, I, I don't know, man. Like I don't know. I don't know about giving Donald free reign. This is gonna be a gonna be very hit or miss. Super hit or miss. Um I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if there is a version of this project I'd be cool with, but uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. Um, we're ready to get into Ahsoka episode five. Yeah, man. Where should we start? Where I should want to start by saying this. I I thought the ship had sailed on a live action clones. You, you know what I mean? But nigga, they did it. Boy, we'll be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we got clones in live action, bro. I, I can't believe my- it. My only complaint, like my really only complaint, is I wish Captain Rex had more than one line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I really wish they had more than one line. But besides that, oh, we had the Clone Wars in live action, nigga. Like, live action, bro. Anakin. Got, yo, in the in the armor in live action, dog. Um, we get to see the the siege of Mandalore, which I'm surprised they didn't call. Um, what's Bo Katan's actress's name? Oh damn, I forgot her name. I, whatever her name is, I'm surprised they didn't call her for a cameo for this shit. Honestly, um, yeah. uh, I, I'm surprised we ain't we Katie Sackhoff. My bad. Yeah. Um, I don't think Maul was was important, but it was really cool to see the Death Watch and the Maul fits mm-hmm. um, in live action as well. Um, shout out to Jason Sandula for, for for having faith and seeing the vision that only real niggas and by real niggas I mean Jedi can see. Um, I love I love the way they structure Anakin's Force Ghost. Honestly, yeah. truly, um, we basically got a little bit of everything that I, that I talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, which is Anakin is not a fractured Force Ghost, but he can basically uh, like unlock his Sith side whenever he needs to teach a lesson. Um, or basically be, and beat on Ahsoka a little bit. It was. The Ahsoka we get in the series now is experienced. She's a veteran. Like she's seen uh, some shit. Yeah, she's seen some shit. Like we get some we get the Ahsoka we get now will do shit like the this basically the samurai fight we got with uh Merrick, right? Which like instead of like just going into the shit, she'll stop, she'll she'll switch stance and be like, I'm going to strike this nigga down. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um younger Ahsoka would have like Younger Ahsoka damn near fought like Yoda, like in the way Yoda moves around a lot. Like he jumps yeah. around a lot. He doesn't use overwhelming force to beat a nigga down like Anakin does. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ahsoka now, she can she can bust a nigga down real quick. She's kind of like a tank now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like you see how much Anakin just respects her generally, just in the while like he finished her training in the episode. Because while he he was giving her best as Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker, and she was like, Bro, you know I'm too good for this shit now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you, you can't, you can't teach this lesson like this to me now. And he was like, "Okay, bet," and kicked her ass right back <laughs> into the Clone Wars. Um, and I thought it was so cool. Like we got to see, and I think the the actress, the little girl who played the, I shouldn't call her a little girl because that woman would be making money. Ariana Greenblatt, um, who played Young Ahsoka in this episode, also played the teenage girl from Barbie, um, America Ferrera's daughter in Barbie. So that's so that's young Kamora. <laughs> yeah, also young Gamora. The girl been working for the last five years, she, dog. She is. She getting money, man. Y'all called it a pandemic? She called it a pandemic. You feel <laughs> absolutely, me? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but to see a, basically Ahsoka as a kid again, Ahsoka in basically the me- the mentee role again, basically the juxtaposition with how Sabine is now. Um, dog, seeing that again was very, very cool. 
um, to teach her a lesson. Um, in the way they snapped it back out of her, which Anakin was like, "All right, bro, so you get so you get what I'm trying to teach you." And she was like, "What you trying to teach me? That you taught me to fight, nigga? That's all I know." Um, and Anakin was like, "All right, bro, I tried it in a nice way." And she he kicked he kicked her ass back at the Clone Wars, back at all her CT, and was like, "We're gonna try this the hard way now." And then you see. Then in, in, before I get to the moment of him walking back out as as Vader, right? Um, the moment during the Clone Wars where so where Anakin basically tells Ahsoka like, "Yo, nigga, like I understand, like this is a lot, like people dying. You saw you see your homies laid up, mm-hmm. but we got a battle to fight, dog. We got to keep going. Like shit is real. It is what it is." And Ahsoka was like, "Bro, like the fuck you mean? We got we got just keep going." Anakin was like, "If we don't keep going, we die." And then you see him walk into the battle, right? And once again, God bless Dave Filoni. Right, the flashes of Vader you see in the fog, and and when he goes in, you see this whole battalion of clones behind him. But when it flashes to Vader, all you see is him. Yeah, the armor, the red lightsaber, the menacing, all that shit. All you see is him, and that's some straight straight, straight out of Rebels he used to do, straight out yeah, of Clone Wars he used to do. Exactly. Um, once again, God bless David Filoni, dog. Um, yeah, he made it happen. In, in the in the, the the different set of flashes we saw during like when he came in during and like what Ahsoka saw like before um they came back out and the way Ahsoka brought like broached the subject uh while while they were talking and Anakin and Ahsoka was like nigga the last time I saw you you tried to murder me while a temple was falling on us dog and, and, and Anakin was basically like nigga why you bringing up old shit and then kicked her ass into the clone war. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, but like once he kicked her back out, dog, and like he came out as Vader with the Sith eyes with the red lightsaber, dog, goosebumps, like yeah. like the, the same way the rock did in the camera on Friday, goosebumps. You know <laughs> what I mean? But shout out to the rock putting young Austin Theory in his place. John Cena was right. Um, but yo, the way he came out with it, and Ahsoka was like, Bro, we're not doing this again. Like, I'm just gonna yeah. like like she was like, fuck the bull. I'm just gonna bust your ass. Like, we're not doing this again, dog. Um, Anakin was like, now nah, you get the lesson. <laughs> you get the lesson now. You can right. go home. Um be a man. Basically, uh Jason Sandula. Uh I, I I really love like just the people who are generally on the side of good in, in Star Wars. Because there is so much faith and leaps of logic they have to do for regular ass shit, right? Because you can you imagine being my man's from Mando, the, the the commander from Mando who stopped him a couple times. So I don't remember the character's name right now. Um, but my man was like, "All right, bro. So you know we're running low on fuel. You know what I mean? Like we gotta we gotta go back soon. Otherwise we're gonna get we're gonna get court martial type shit. Like we got problems." And Hera was like, "Nah, bro. We good. We gonna we gonna go find a soaker real quick." And then. In between that decision, right? Hera at one point was like, nah, fuck, we'll just go back. Like, we're running out of fuel. I don't want nobody getting nobody in trouble. And her son, Jason, you know, the son of, you know, Kanan Jarrus, which, you know, got briefed to my mans, um, was like, hold up. Nah, so was in the water, bro. Don't you hear the lightsaber, lightsaber fight? And she was like, what the fuck you mean, a lightsaber fight? And Jason was like, yeah, reach out with the force. You feel me? And Hera was like, you are your father's child. Fuck it. I'll reach out with the force, nigga. <laughs> and reached out and was like, oh, son of a bitch. I hear lightsabers clash. Okay, yeah. cool. Never mind. Um, niggas, yeah, niggas scrap it. All right, let's go find Ahsoka, yo. And then between that, the commander was like, what the fuck just happened? And he Yang just came through and was like, hey, little nigga has force powers. Just roll with it. And he was like, all right, bet. Never mind. Um, 
But I love that because, like, yo, throughout the Rebel Alliance, throughout, you know what I'm saying, what we see in the Rise of Skywalker era, yo, there are so many times these regular ass people just being like, what you mean, God talked to them? You know what I mean? Like, well, like, what you mean? Like, the, they just felt it in the force and everything's cool. Now, like, how the fuck does that work? And there's these regular ass people just always got to go, fuck it. All right, man. I'll fuck it. We roll with it. We fuck it. We ball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have no idea how this shit's going to happen, but fuck it. Force Jesus over here told us it was good. So fuck it. We ball. Um, Force Jesus. <laughs> that's basically what it is, yo. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, uh, but but honestly and truly, episode five was great. I see why they wanted to put it in theaters. Um, and as we talk, episode six is dropping. I can't wait to go watch that shit when we get a chance. So, oh uh, yeah, definitely. Unlike last week, I'm not going to to the corpse at the thought of Bill Simmons asking Nick Khan to bring Tess back. <laughs> um, that shit's still funny, bro. Still, but, <laughs> who started the Twitter it. account? Sidebar, who started the Twitter account? It's Tess Dead. Yes, this is a Twitter account that says it's Tess Dead. <laughs> you motherfuckers, who started that, bro? No, no I'm not doing this again. Get to the I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yo, but uh, no, no, so much. We go watch the we watch uh, Ahsoka, man. Last uh, we watch the Ahsoka. Um, don't play Avengers. Go watch Avengers Earth Mighty as Heroes on Disney Plus. Um, oh shit! Before we actually get get out of here, did you hear the news about how HBO Max will be streaming NBA games? This is the worst case scenario for everybody. Hey, the, oh my god, is Tess still dead? Oh, <laughs> so I I think it's hey man. It, this is this is all fun and nice as a temporary matter, and like cause I think this is cool because you know making shit more accessible and more services is cool with me. Uh, but from a fiscal perspective, right? What happens? What happens when the players' union and the NBA starts asking for streaming numbers if this shit keeps going past the strike? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, if not for the strike, this shit would not be happening. So what happens when the players and the NBA be like, "All right, bro, let me see the streaming numbers." Let, yeah. let, let's show we get adequately paid for this shit. What happens then? Hmm? Well, them niggas really double up on the come time for the bargain for the TV deals. You know what I mean? It's not just live TV anymore. Y'all putting our shit on streaming, bro. We need to check on that. You know, y'all, uh, y'all simulcasting all your little individual networks. Yeah, that, that's a different method of yeah. distribution, brother. Run that shit. Oh, this that is shit. this is a terrible thing for consumers because just like us having to watch premium soccer games on Peacock. Or Apple MFL. TV Plus with the, with yeah. the MLS pass, like or, you know, or uh, damn, what's the uh, NFL, NFL on Amazon Red Prime Zone? on Thursdays? Or, yeah, that's it. It's like, bro, it's like <laughs> <laughs> everything is gonna be on uh streaming now. You know, it's it's bad. It's really bad for consumers. It really is. And like, uh, I saw another report today about uh, basically them starting to offer. I think it was either live sports, like some type of like Bleacher Reports, like add on, like live sports streaming. Mm-hmm. I'll take you at max for nine ninety nine a month, and I was like, bro, we're we're literally back in the cable era. Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's cable, bro. Because if you add everything up, it's about a uh, about a decent cable bill, you know. Yeah, um, I forgot who I think it might have been Culture Curve discussing film, but they basically like if you add up all the major streaming services, which is basically your Disney's, your HBO Max's, um, your Paramount's, and your Peacock's, on basically the the big four of all the cable, the major cable networks, um, you you got to pay about eighty dollars a month. Yeah. For a for a for a basic cable package, it's roughly eighty dollars a month. Yeah, so. and mind you, with a lot of cable services, you get these logins for free. So, yeah. 
I'll tell everybody, explore your cable options, man. You know, because you know that's where we're back at now. Um, pretty much. It is what it is. But hey, man, let's get let's get out of here for the week. Let's get into our plugs. Um, make sure to tap into the lookout, dog. Make sure to tap out the subs line, dubs line. Um, just because I ain't talk about it today doesn't mean I'm going. I'm not going through my One Piece journey anymore. Um, <laughs> for those of you who are listening, I am in Thriller Bark, and I'm ready to be free of Thriller Bark. But I, but fuck it, we ball. Uh, <laughs> make sure to tap in. Yo, tap into the Black Print. Tap into Ugly Radio or Rob, man. Tap in. Tap into the the homies that show your work. Tap it, yo. Um, actually, the Make Harders and Catering Podcast just had their one year anniversary. So yeah, big shout out to Ali and Ant. Uh, yeah. love y'all, man. Y'all been doing the damn thing. I'm so proud of y'all, dog. Shout um, out. yeah. So shout out to them. Um, yeah, man. I think. Oh, shout out to Jay Cargo for being free of AEW. Shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate you, boo. I can't wait to see you in the PC. Um. <laughs> And of course, shout out to all of our patrons, man. Patreon.com backslash the Black Variant RSC, baby. Um, shout out to all of them. And of course, follow us at Black Ah, follow us at Black Variant RNC. Rate subscribe to all the podcast feeds and channels. Make sure to support us on Patreon. You can start supporting us for as low as three dollars. Um, you get in the Discord, you get in all the exclusive live from Titans Towers, you know what I'm saying? Arkham Archive, Shock and Confession, Shock and Confession season two when that comes, you know what I'm saying? Sooner rather than later. Um you know, so you get a lot of stuff. So make sure to tap into all of that. Dan, got anything to leave with the people before we got here? Uh, nah, man. We love and appreciate you guys as always, man. See you guys next week. See you next week. And, be, and remember, be thankful. Anakin Skywalker, I have all his limbs when he went evil. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Peace.